Hi, welcome to Clitterly Speaking, the podcast. I'm Michelle Doherty. And I'm Emily Lane. We are BFFs dedicated to bringing you conversations between girlfriends over a bottle of wine. Oh, I am so excited about the wine part. Oh, me too. So pull up a chair, grab your glass, and let's get talking. Hello, Emily. Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, you know, not not too bad other than my, I do have to, I have to say, I'm going to complain right now. I'm going to get it off my yeah. chest. Get it off your foot. Get it off my foot. The cortisone shot has worn off I and I am back to that horrible plantar fasciitis, bone spur pain, and my right foot hobbling around like I'm nearly dead. And uh, <laughs> I found out today that the insurance will only cover the cortisone shot once every three months. So after I had a pity party for myself, I just went online. I'm like, let me just, you know, what can I do to mm-hmm. try to manage this in addition to all the ibuprofen and um, Aleve. And wine. And wine. Um, I did not find anywhere that said to soak my foot in wine, thankfully, because that would have been a travesty. But uh, trying to do like an anti-inflammation, anti-inflammation mm-hmm. kind of diet, sure. and try to eat just foods that you know will you know help with that. But it was right. like it was depressing because yeah, because you've been feeling so good for a month, a and month. now all of a sudden it's like the switch was flipped. So yeah. uh, can I ask? I mean, I, I know that that insurance says they won't cover it. How how expensive is I don't one know of these yet. shots? I haven't. I mean, I called my doctor's office today. Yeah. And, you know, I haven't gotten a call back yet. But I don't know. Uh, but however Maybe much Maybe we it need is. to look for a, a sponsor for the... Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> Michelle's going to start a GoFundMe campaign yes. for a cortisone <laughs> shot in her foot, in my foot, just so I can feel like a normal person. And you just don't, you don't realize like how much you take walking and standing mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I don't skip, you know, just be, just being able to stand there and wash the dishes on your own two feet, that's in, that's painful. Sure. And, Everything's painful. And I'm sure even just um, even not standing and walking, just having that pain be constant is also very distracting and frustrating. It, it's a pain that doesn't go away. Yeah. And I, I know that there are people out there that have like much worse pain issues, but I was so happy mm-hmm. and so excited to be feeling normal again that it was a it was a pretty much of a blow to me emotionally this weekend. Well, thank goodness. Here we are. We're back in the studio. We are going to have a wonderful time because we, we, as always, we have delicious wine. We have a wonderful guest joining us. And all my complaining is now done. And we are going to turn that frown upside down. (laughs) That's exactly what we're going to do. It was was already smiling once we walked into the studio. But I just had to, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, all all of our listeners are rallying, you know, out there and sending positive healing energy through the universe when you're looking at your phone at our at our mm-hmm. podcast app <laughs> or a podcast uh, yeah. a logo you know I, I I need you to send those healing send a energies. little love <laughs> send a little love My to way. Michelle I'll, I'll yes. give you guys reports as uh, as the episodes and the weeks go on so That's anyway right. we do have a great wine we have a wonderful guest yes. it's going to be kind of interesting how you're going to handle this because our guest's name is Michelle also. That's right. Different last name, though. It is. Yes. It is. But you don't call me, hey, Michelle Doherty, when you're no, talking to me. No. So. Well, thankfully, we have visual cues here, so <laughs> it'll help us navigate our conversation. And I think that there's a fairly distinct difference in the voice. What do you, Michelle, 
Our guest, Michelle, please say hello. Well, hello there. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here with you both and reunited again. It's been some time since we last got together. That's right. So Michelle Biederman um, met us through, of all places, Instagram. We made a love connection on Instagram. We did. Yes. And it's a very good love connection. You Mm -hmm. know, we can... um, celebrate this as opposed to like we we don't talk about those love connections that <laughs> we do not have like bad love connections on the show that's true Very those messages true. you block or <laughs> don't respond to yeah, we actually yeah. you know we haven't had a bad one yet that's and good. I knocked yeah. on wood so we don't actually invite one in but yeah Michelle reached out to us on Instagram <laughs> yeah because she comes from the wine industry and so. she's an early fan of our show yes which that's makes it right. even better <laughs> so we, we got together and we had a wine tasting together mm-hmm. and it was just it was like originally a conversation that I think we had only carved out maybe 30 minutes to an hour at most. We ended up spending hours together and just true to our style, you know, we just ended up one conversation flowed into another, which flowed into another. And it was like, okay, why don't you join us on the show? So here we are. Yes. So Michelle, our guest, Michelle, actually brought the wine for us today. So Michelle, why don't you tell us about the wine and then we'll... We'll go down the path of sharing our tasting notes. I'd love to. So tonight, you're enjoying uh, the Fieldhouse Rosé from Central Coast, California. This and this wine, was a 2017, right? That's correct. Yeah. This wine is unique um, to to us and to others because it is certified clean crafted. And that is the wine industry that I work with, clean crafted wine only. And when you say clean crafted, what do you mean by clean crafted? Wine that is from grape to the bottle, completely clean and free of no chemicals, no pesticides, no added sugar. Um, It's really just the grapes fermented. So that reduces um, a lot of hangovers and some of the pain that you, some people might encounter when drinking wine. Right. Absolutely. I almost gave up on wine. I've loved wine since I could drink and um, <laughs> legally. Legally, yeah, right? Of course, of course. Wink, wink. And, you know, I, I have a vast background in the restaurant and beverage industry, and um, wine was always a part of it. And after having my daughter, who's now two and a half, having a glass of wine was debilitating. I would have headaches or migraines. And I thought, well, maybe I'm just out of practice, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. been nine plus months. No, it wasn't. And then I discovered clean crafted wine, much like our founder who was also experiencing headaches. And the difference is all of the chemicals and toxins Mm -hmm. that my body was reacting to um, were debilitating. Whereas when it's not, I can enjoy Mm -hmm. the wine, Mm -hmm. the buzz and everything Mm -hmm. that comes with it. Right. Um, And they're exquisite. So it's really been a fun journey. How wonderful. Well, I'm really enjoying this this wine so far. And we were fortunate enough where um, Michelle actually came prepared with four bottles and she was like, what one do you want? And it was it was really a challenge for us to pick, a, pick out the uh, bottle Emily, for today. I offered to arm wrestle her <laughs> so to decide, decide what we were going to drink today. Right. But she declined. She well, said she had just know, gotten I, her nails done. Right. She didn't want to <laughs> embarrass me in front of everybody else when she wins. Wow. So instead, we actually did it like we had a little bit of a taste test yeah which one we went back and forth and um yeah i was leaning towards rosé from the beginning i know Mm -hmm. i know you called it i called it Mm -hmm. it is it is it is sort of springtime 
And perfect season to start yeah. bringing these rosés back into our world. So I, I'm really enjoying this. I, the aromatics are surprising, and as this has been in my glass for you know, as it sits there and I swirl it around and get more and more air, more of the floral notes keeps keep coming out. Right away, like my first sniff on this, I was like, ooh, rhubarb and watermelon rind and wild strawberry. But now, as it's getting more air. I'm getting this lilac mm-hmm. aroma, which is such a, like, I, that's an unusual one for me to to catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes me wonder if there are, like, lilacs growing in the area where the this uh, vineyard is. But I think it's very nice. The mouthfeel reminds me a lot of a provincial rosé. Um, and uh, it's quite lovely. This is a 55% Syrah, 45% Tempranillo. Um, uh, I'm surprised. What about you, Michelle? Oh, I really like it a lot. Um, I like the fact that it is not, um, it's not too dry. It's mm-hmm. not too, it's not sweet. It's just as a, it's like a perfect blend. Um, and uh, yeah, I can see having this on a nice, um, almost warm spring day, mm-hmm. you know, um, sitting out on the porch or even on a, on a regular warm spring day. Um, actually, you could just drink this whenever, but like, it's kind of like, you know, the pair of panties that I would pair with this is definitely a floral print, a floral a print with lace and just very feminine um, and soft and supple. It kind of reminds me of the pair of panties that I got from Francie Pants. I was just going to say. You know, yeah. pink flowers, white lace, like just so sweet. Yeah. So, and, yeah. so if Francie Pants were a panty, it would be this, this Fieldhouse Rosé. However, um, the aromatics on the wine are what you expect. There are no aromatics on your panties. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, not, not when they arrive in the mail anyway, but uh, we don't describe the aromatics of panties. We describe the aromatics of, right, of wine. Of wine. <laughs> That's right. Now, yeah. our guest is not drinking today, um, despite the fact that she's bringing us lovely wine. It's because she knows we drink a lot. <laughs> she's saving it for us. <laughs> she's like, you guys are going to drink, want to drink it all. No. Anyway, Michelle, you represent this wine. What are, what yeah. are the tasty notes that you guys? talk about with this rosé? Oh, with this rosé, I mean, I, well, I completely agree with Emily's um, picking up the notes of the rhubarb and the wild strawberry. And, you know, it just reminds me of walking through, if you've ever visited California and you walk through a vineyard or um, a field and that breeze kind of comes through and you just get that really fresh um, f- floral air, but with mm-hmm. like a little mountain sea breeze Mm -hmm. and it's just it reminds me of a just when the warm spring is coming the frost is behind us it's the perfect wine to sit on the patio um, perfect wine to share with friends perfect wine to surprise somebody with a gift and I just think it's so drinkable Mm -hmm. it's one of my go-tos we we like to bring this back uh, with each vintage and um, I think it's really approachable for anybody yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Definitely. I love it. Thank you. And what's what's kind of interesting to me, like on the nose, mm-hmm. it smells like it's going to have sweetness to it, but on the palate, that I, I d- it doesn't register at all. I don't get any no no kind sweetness. Of, right. Yeah. You get just that really fresh, crisp fruit. I feel like, mm-hmm. and um, the juiciness, but it's not. 
an overpowering juicy. It's it's just really a nice, smooth, mm-hmm. smooth transition. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for bringing this My today. Pleasure. I'm sorry Absolutely. you're not able to partake. I know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm missing the wine truthfully, but for good reason. Yes. Do tell. <laughs> do share. So since, since we last uh, met, a lot has changed and mm-hmm. the past... Uh, Oh, was it a few months, really? It was, yeah. it was, well, it was actually before the holidays. Yeah, it was just before the holidays. Right. Um, so I uh, found out that my husband and I are expecting our second. Oh, congratulations. That is so Thank exciting. You. Well, 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 well is cheers that to that. that one. <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> cheers. Yes. Wow. So sticking with the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah do you that's do? fair enough. End of September. Okay. Oh, when was your first child born? July. Middle so of July. So you've already experienced, and you know, the, thir- no, the third trimester the in, this yes. heat, in the St. Louis heat. I will be looking for flowy, muumuu-like dresses <laughs> and lots of sandals and flip-flops, I'm and, sure. And, and nice cotton panties. Yes, fancy panties. <laughs> fancy panties. I'm definitely going to have to try those. So this is your second child. Is it, are, are you noticing, um, is it is it feeling very similar to the first, like, where you're like, oh, I must be pregnant because of, you've been through this before, like, how? you know, I found out that I was pregnant in a, in a way that I didn't imagine that I would. I, I felt ill. Um, catching a, a virus from my daughter, who's two and a half, and it ended up. We thought I had the flu, and a few days later, after no, no improvement, um, found out that I had pneumonia. Oh. And in order to fully test for it, they wanted to do X-rays. So they said, "Is there any chance you could be pregnant?" Mm-hmm. And we've been trying. So, um, yes, there is a chance. Let's test. And sure enough, two tests came back positive, and. Um, then the following blood work came back positive, and they said, well, the bad news is you have pneumonia. The great mm-hmm. news is that you are pregnant. So, so oh they didn't do the x-ray then, did We they? did do the x-ray, okay. but okay. I was like you were doubled up with yeah. um, lead mm-hmm. panels right. and yeah. protected. So, mm-hmm. you know, fortunately, there's some distance right. between the mm-hmm. lungs and down here. So, so how far along were you when they told you? Oh. It was like six weeks. Was like oh, it was like it was probably yesterday. the earliest you could find out, <laughs> right? Right. You know, and so very early 24 on, four hours later. <laughs> right. I think I think that that egg is just now implanted in the uterus. <laughs> yeah, it was very early on, and um, and I was, you know, that just you feel horrible to begin with, and you get this pop of great news and it was really exciting and really did lift you know Mm -hmm. my spirits but um it was also a little frightening i I would think so especially if you were battling pneumonia and your Mm -hmm. daughter had been sick i mean it it sounds like it could be did uh did your recovery from pneumonia last longer because you were also pregnant at the same time and your body was trying to do two things at once hard to say okay i'm I'm not sure you know my doctor said Give yourself six to eight weeks to recover mm-hmm. because it really can take that long, and um, and I feel much better now. But you know, we just went for a walk this past weekend, and I was getting winded easily, which you also do. Oh, yeah, when, when you're pregnant. when you're pregnant. Oh, right. So it was just kind of a. It's hard to tell, but yeah. the best thing is is that just getting over it. And you know, the hardest thing was making myself stop and not do things that I normally would do, you yeah, know, and just slow down. 
Um, I was wondering when um, when you said you had been diagnosed with pneumonia, what sort of signs were there that you thought this was different than the flu? Or did you even have, have a clue that it was different than the flu? I felt like it was the flu coming on. And I went to a um, one of the little pop-in minute clinics mm-hmm. that, you know, the next morning to quickly find out because everybody says, go find out early. I had a flu shot and everything, but they said, if you get there early enough, you can get Tamiflu and it will help your recovery time. I went in and the um, the nurse did not swab me. She's like, you definitely have the flu. Mm. I'm going to put you on Tamiflu. Let's get you going. So that's what we did. And the next three like days. That seems like a little irresponsible to right? not I didn't validate. even think about it while yeah, sitting just there. Just pump you full of drugs and not I even sh- validate this is what you have going on. I completely agree yeah. in hindsight. And while I was sitting there, I was like, oh, thank God she's not going to stick that thing way up my nose, you know, because oh, is that, is it's that painful, a, the swab yeah, before the flu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and I One thought, reason to get a shot alone. Just <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I went and got the Tamiflu, went home, and <clears throat> the next few days, um, Tylenol, Advil, et cetera, and I kept rotating. Nothing was reducing my fever. Mm-hmm. And I was pushing 103. Oh, <clears throat> boy. The cough and everything, the congestion was just worsening. And I'm, it was constant coughing, like mm-hmm. nonstop. I'm embarrassed to even say it, but like I— th- threw out my back from coughing right. while laying down. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> well, it happened. Well, now we can say it is possible because we met somebody who right. that's happened right. to. Um, and, uh, yeah. It was, so, so what brought you to the doctor? Because, you know, so many women will be like, we'll just try to power through it. All right, I'll just, you know, mm-hmm. I'll just get better tomorrow. Or I'll just get better tomorrow. And, you know, the longer you push off pneumonia, I mean, that's the, the worst uh-huh. It, you, it is for you. So just <clears throat> Listening to that inner voice, just that something mm-hmm. wasn't right. Yeah. Something was not right. Right. And it was a combination of the, the respiratory, but also the nausea, the stomach, and the fevers, really. Like, why right. isn't my high fever going down? Mm-hmm. So I think that was the main clue huh. for me. So aside <clears throat> from, you know, your physical ailments of pneumonia and everything else, how have you, like, now that you've recovered from that, like, how are you feeling? Are you feeling good? Is this pregnancy a little easier than your last or harder than your last? Or how are you, how are you doing? It's so true what they say. Well, for most, I find that I've talked to is every pregnancy is different, just like every child is different. This one, I, um, I hate to, I I don't like to complain, but I've I already just, started the show off complaining, so you're welcome <laughs> to continue it. But oh, it was it's been rough. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, after the pneumonia, after I improved from that, everything else is going to improve, right? But it was just twenty four seven nausea. Yeah. Never got sick, but it was just always that feeling, mm. and um, the the only solution seemed to like eat crackers or mashed mm-hmm. potatoes or bread and toast and of course all the carbs right mm-hmm. and so I'm just laying down the carbs like every hour <laughs> and, and and your brain is going I'm, I'm just gonna get I'm gonna gain so much weight I'm gonna get so fat yes. and that, I'm gonna have to lose so much weight later and and then that's not a good spot for you to go in your no. brain and you're you know and you're trying to be excited about being pregnant for the second time it's not a very good place to start no but it was necessary and um and it was also one of those things that i just felt um i'm going to 
kept reminding myself, this will pass, this will mm-hmm. pass. But it was also debilitating headaches and migraines that oh my no rhyme or reason um, and just fatigue, major fatigue. Yeah. So for I'm I'm a go, go, go person yeah. and I am involved in a lot, you know, mm-hmm. aside from my business, I have a full-time career and I sit on a board and I run a a women's network. And oh my gosh. So yeah. juggling a lot and not being able to do any of that was just killing me. And what that ended up doing, unfortunately, or I did to myself, is I really just um, what kept you putting get? myself down. I was just going to say, know? I mean, like, I, would, I would feel like... Inadequate. Know, yeah. I mean, being... being I, I like you and am somebody who is a active multitasker, you know, mm-hmm. I always have more than one project going at any given time and I like it that way, right. you know, and, and as soon as I don't, a few things happen. I find like just my overall momentum decreases and my spirit gets kind of, I, yeah, I don't feel as good. I feel when I don't feel as good, when I'm not as accomplishing things. So, I mean, you are growing a baby, so you are doing <laughs> one of the ultimate accomplishments, but I can understand how um, it could it could hurt your psyche a little bit if all of a sudden you're not able to be as active and well. And if sore. you're comparing it to the first pregnancy too, mm-hmm. I mean, I, fi- I find that, or I know I've had three um, successful pregnancies, and the first one, your body has, you know, it's, it's new to the body, so it kind of resists the belt. Excuse me, their abdomen. It resists th- those muscles on, you know, expanding um, because it's it's just you know it's it's brand it's like, new. What's going on here? Right. <laughs> the, se- the second pregnancy, like as soon as you pee on the on the stick, your your belly sticks out like you're six months pregnant, <laughs> and you have heartburn, and you're like, I haven't even I haven't even read the the results mm-hmm. yet because right. your body's like, oh, that's right, we've done this, we've done this. This is where I'm <clears throat> supposed to go, and this is what I'm supposed to do. That's right, and mm-hmm. and then. You you know, you are a little older than you were, you know, when you had your daughter. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not too much older, but th- it does. It does take a toll on you. Mm-hmm. Ever uh, the older you get, to try to gestate and and bring another human being to fruition. Yeah, you know? I think you're absolutely right. I did not did not expect it, and you know, I. It's, more power to the women who feel great. I'm so, they are so blessed. And I know people have it worse than I do right now, but I don't wish it upon anybody. Well, yeah. and there are some people just, who, who like have really easy and great pregnancies, you mm-hmm. know, and then there's others that sometimes you're like, I, oh, you know, I, like I, I shared with you before, you know, I was popping Tums during delivery, mm. you know, and it's like, <laughs> and as soon as the, the baby was out, then, oh, I don't know, I don't have, you know, I don't have, uh, um, upset tummy anymore or, or heartburn mm-hmm. anymore. And it's because everything is being shifted around and moved up and your stomach is up here in your throat and your liver's over here. And I mean... It changes everything. Yeah, it takes I said over I wasn't your body. Mm-hmm. I'm not really yeah. complaining. It's just <laughs> right. more of a more of a, a realization that you are not you, yourself. No, mm-hmm. you're not. Yeah. And that enough is a, is a lot to adjust too. Mm-hmm. You know? And you have another child already, you know, yes. that you have to take care of and try to balance now, you know, that you're not not just three in the house, you're three and a half mm-hmm. right in the house, you know. Right. Thankfully, I have a very supportive, helpful husband who has the flexibility in his career and has been extremely supportive picking up like on laundry and dishes and mm-hmm. cooking. Thank you. And, and the, But then you start to feel bad, like, 
I'm not doing that, you know, when right. you're doing that. But right. you yeah. give yourself some grace. Yeah, and you have to. As women, we have to, <clears throat> we have to realize that um, and give ourselves, like you said, grace or, or the permission to just let the dishes stay in the yes. sink. Somebody <clears throat> else can fold that laundry. Right. I'm not even pregnant and I do that. I mean, like, you know, there are just, there are weeks that go by and I'm like, I cannot look, I just can't do it. I can't, I can't do the laundry. I can't do the dishes, you know, just, we yes. need to take care of ourselves. And right. Sometimes right. that's not, you know, that comes in, in pampering yourself or taking that quiet time to read the book or watch, binge watch that Netflix series right. or take a bath or go for a walk. Well, and I think we all need that reminder to give yourself a break for that because those who are ambitious or like to have control, it's harder for them. I don't know. I I wish that it were easier to let go of, but um, you have to, I love hearing from others so far that, oh my gosh, my house, you know, is a wreck or mm-hmm. I didn't do this for, you know, months and it helps. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm not alone in that. I'm not the only one that's Letting this go and 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 we put these expectations on ourselves totally. and they're artificial. It, mm-hmm. You know that the, the um, you know whether there's dishes in the sink or there's you know clutter around the house. I mean there are two other people that live in your house. It does not represent or say that you are failing as a wife, a mother, a parent, a a, a woman. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, we. I don't understand. <clears throat> where it started, mm-hmm. you know, like, is, did it start, and I'm sure there's a sociologist out there who may have studied this, but did it start in the caveman times? <laughs> you right. know, did, did that one cave woman, like, oh, you should see her cave. Right. <laughs> Man, that girl. Well, you know, I think a lot of it um, could deal with social media and what we see. Because what am I doing while I'm laid mm-hmm. up in bed and not doing anything mm-hmm. else? I have my phone, scrolling through social media, and you know, I was like done with it. I'm like, I don't want to look at any of this anymore because it was kind of bringing me down. Right. Not that it, one thing in particular, but um, it was also just reminding me that I'm not doing this for my business. I'm not doing this for my family. I'm not sure. doing this for me. And I'm just stuck here. And well, you, you know, know, and I, I think the, the concept of you know, keeping up with the Joneses has been around a long time. I, I agree, like, just just access with the internet and, you know, everything that we're exposed to and all the images of what the ideal is, right. we are flooded with all of the time. But, you know, I think as people, we're always trying to, pu- to put our best foot forward and represent ourselves well. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you people come over to your house, you want it to look nice because, you, you know, you want people to think, highly of you. I happen to really love the fact that Michelle and I are in a friendship (laughs) where, like, I just, I'm totally okay if she comes over and there are dishes in my sink and my Christmas tree is still up and it's March. It's just like you know? Emily's just happy to step over right. items and my floor right. as well right. to, get to, stu- to get to the studio <laughs> C for our live stuff. That's right. right. Some days, that's just it's, the way it is. It's reality. And, and I love being able to be in that place of comfort where it's like, you're a real friend. We live real lives. Like, I don't have to put on this error right. that right. However, I have a mate. Whenever we do take a picture, <laughs> so we have to have it from a higher level so that we can then filter it for Instagram and stuff yes. like well, that. Well, I mean, Because, you know. I mean, we might be real, but we still have to present ourselves. Um, no, sure. I, I think that I, I, you know, I, I 
worked really hard when I was younger and with the kids and, you know, trying to have this idealized sort of life. And this was before, you know, Facebook even. So my daughter's going to be 24 and my son will be 20 both next month. And the the artificial pressures I put on myself made me miserable Mm -hmm. and made me miserable because I didn't know how to articulate effectively enough to get my now ex-husband to understand what it was Mm -hmm. they needed from him. Sure. Right? Um, I mean, I thought being just saying the trash needs to be taken out was clear enough. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I, I, I thought it, it actually needs to be like, the trash needs to be taken out now. Mm-hmm. Right. right. But then you would have been a bitch because you would have been demanding it be done. Right. Well, right. Right. So, so. Um, but then I would just do it myself. You know, I would just continue. I would, I, the cycle would continue over and over. But as I've gotten older and realized what's more important is taking mm-hmm. care of myself and what's more important and, and what a gift, right? And this, this can sound so cliche, but what a gift that you are pregnant and you are being forced to take some time. Mm-hmm. Because you know what it is when the, when the baby's here, there is no time again. Nope. It's all you become like your identity disappears and, you know, morphs into, you know, nursing and changing diapers and, right. you know, up every few hours. So it's kind of like, you know, I think you hit it on the head. I mean, it's not cliche at all. It is sometimes just exactly what you need that, you know, happens at the right time for the right reason. And I think, um, you know, A, to let go of comparison because that really can be the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. Be real, be authentic, do for you and be yourself because at the end of the day, um, it's you and your family. If And if you're not happy, then that trickles down. Right, and, right. And to learn from it, you know, because yeah. you can really, I find, come out of this stronger and happier and more okay with where I am. That was just like the first time after pregnancy. You know, when you are, when you first get pregnant, the surge of hormones, and then when <laughs> after pregnancy, the other surge of hormones. Right. right. And the, just the way that that wears on your, it plays with your emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just your self-image, you know, and what you the transformation that you go through mm-hmm. and to be okay with that and to be proud of it because mm-hmm. look at what you did. You created a beautiful human being yeah, mm-hmm. and that to this day continues to eat <laughs> you out of house and home. Yes. And <laughs> to this day, among other challenges, yeah. always learning. Yeah. They will just like be, be happy now that right mm-hmm. now you've, you've got a two and a half year old that's probably pretty happy with their little snacks and you know, the, the the $4 lunch you can get them because when they get older, um, they become much more expensive. Let's take a quick (laughs) break. And when we come back, we'll continue talking with Michelle Biederman and Michelle Doherty and Emily Lane. (laughs) We'll be back in a moment. Did you know 100% cotton is a super fiber when it comes to women's bodies? Not only is it super soft and super breathable, it's clinically proven to help maintain women's health and prevent infection. But almost none of the underwear on the market is 100% cotton, and what is out there is more granny panty than fun. 
unlike any of the panties you've talked about, Michelle. Well, they always match the wine we drink, and we've never had granny panty wine on the show. Thank goodness. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can feel sexy and confident in the layer that's closest to you with all cotton Francie pants. We love Francie pants, and we think you will too. You can shop at lovefrancypants.com and use the code CSTP for 25% off your entire order. Our code, that is CSTP in all capital letters, is good now through April 30th. So get over to lovefrancypants.com and find your perfect panty today. And we're back. We're back. Yeah. This wine is so tasty, Emily. I know. It doesn't it taste like a, a wine from Provence? Sure. It is. <laughs> if you say so. I just think it's really tasty. And I think it's tasty not because I haven't drank in a week. Right. You've been really behaving. I've been really behaving. Congratulations. So I don't know if I'm... Are you pregnant? I'm, no. <laughs> and, and, and the lack of uterus is what... Not to mention the lack of anything to get me pregnant, no, but I have no uterus any longer. So if I were to be pregnant, that would a be miracle. a miracle. And I am pretty amazing, but I have yet... <laughs> I'm going to draw the line at being... Close to fifty and pregnant. I'm going to draw the line at that. Right, right. Well, if you heard, if you thought I was complaining about my foot earlier in this show, I would so be complaining every single moment. Mm. I'm sorry, Michelle. I would be. I'd be like, this sucks. My boobs hurt. <laughs> you know, my some... hips are getting bigger. I have acid <laughs> reflux. <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm that fun, would... like feeling fat. Yeah, period. I can't fit in any of my clothes. <laughs> I don't want to wear the same maternity clothes from 20 years ago. Well, <laughs> I think that, that's, that, I, that I think would be interesting as a woman, like before it's everybody knows that you're pregnant and you're starting to like things don't fit. And, you, you know, it's like, is she pregnant or is she just getting a little bigger? Like, you know, I can imagine totally. like that that probably is oh, yeah. a frustrating thing to feel. And You know what's even more frustrating is uh, standing in the elevator at the Galleria and, and a dad in front of his two sons says, so when do you do? <laughs> and I said, Five years ago? <laughs> no. Oh. And he was like, no, he didn't. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. I was like, yeah, the, he's five. Oh, no. Thanks. Nobody taught that's him. That's why. Never. In front of his kids. That's why it's just, it, it's <laughs> ne- you just never, you never, never, mm-hmm. never ask. Never guess. And, no, or ask. and also, I mean, don't touch someone's belly. I know. Right? What, what is up with people wanting to do that? I, I, I don't get it. I never have wanted I, there's too. something that just, it just says, it's like this miracle that everybody wants to participate in. They're like, oh my gosh, you're pregnant. How amazing. Let me touch you, you know. <laughs> Let me lean down and speak into your belly. <laughs> really, really low. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> I think I think you just have to do it back to them. You know, like. All right, oh, that would right? be hilarious. To, that touch your belly and <laughs> lean over and speak into it. <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> Go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> when is your when was your baby due? <laughs> oh yes. That yeah. many years ago. No, that was it was I mean, I remember those days. I remember that that look on that man's face in the elevator and Yeah. I yeah. Just kinda like Well hopefully he learned his lesson and never asked again. Right. <sighs> 
Yeah. Well, you hope. Right. I've had the the lessons. So I have never, I've never had children, never been pregnant. And um, I, the inappropriate question that I often get asked from men is, um, so, you know, are, are, have you had any children? Um, are you planning to? And then it's, how old are you? <laughs> like, they're like, you know, Boy, you know, you better start thinking about it if you, re- you know. And so, I the the fact that people feel so free to the audacity to judge of, you and yeah, well, or to advise you on when you right. should be thinking about having right. children. You're like, right? Well, Did you freeze some eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I have. And I'm just looking for some sperm. You got some for me? Yeah, we can uh, just mix it up in the uh, in the in the. That in, seems like an open invite, though. And I, you know, anybody that's going to ask that question of me, I, I don't want it. You don't want them in your life for 18 more years, <laughs> right? <laughs> The minimum. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, at yeah. least we know we have boundaries. Thank have goodness. Boundaries. Yeah. But it is. I mean, being pregnant and having children is a it's a roller coaster ride, you know? I mm-hmm. mean, and I think I think our bodies are absolutely incredible the fact that we can. Right. It's amazing. It is just a fascinating process and um but it's also a very trying and mm-hmm. challenging. And speaking of roller coaster, just emotional roller coaster that sometimes you're not prepared for. Mm. Yeah, you were talking about your, before we went on break, you were talking about the surge of hormones, like, you know, now. And has, what what are you experiencing? Is it, are you experiencing, well, you were mentioned it was a different experience than your previous one. You know, I think, I wonder if it was the combination of being sick and Mm. having the additional symptoms that I was experiencing with pregnancy that mm-hmm. really um, played into the the feeling of, I mean, really, it, I don't know that I've ever had depression, but it just, I felt very down and mm-hmm. foggy and blue and like, I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't, I just wanted to crawl sure. under a rock until I felt better. Right. right. And I'm a, pretty positive you are optimistic glass right. always yeah. half full yeah mm-hmm. um person one glass always half full right. absolutely did you reach out to anybody when you were feeling this way i did i i reached out to i shared with a couple of close friends and um and you know one had actually felt that way as okay. well and she's like i think it's just the surge of hormones you know sure she's like, i'm so you know I've been there. I know what you're going through and was so supportive and so helpful. But also I reached out to my doctor just because I thought, you know, I'm not one to like give me something to help me feel better, but is there something that I can do or is there, are there any support groups? Because there there are a ton of support groups for after pregnancy. Right. Or, or should I even be concerned about this? Totally. Right. Mm -hmm. Is this normal? Right. You begin to wonder. That's interesting. Am I normal? That's this- interesting because I mean, we commonly hear about postpartum depression, right? And so, you know, I would think that if someone is experiencing that, they know that this is something that people experience, and it's it's a known factor. And, and there's they know pamphlets look, right? at the doctor's office yeah. about right. it. Right. There's and- there's support systems already in yeah. place for that. But I'm sure that I mean I've heard I've heard 
many of my friends go through the similar experience of having this depression, or, you know, early in their pregnancy, and and you know, these they're women like you who had been trying, and you know, it, it, you and are optimistic, happy. right, right. <laughs> but that's not the experience of not just even the first trimester, but the the experience of their pregnancy, you know. And so I think that it's interesting that we don't hear about a. I don't even know what the proper term would be. Uh, it's not prenatal. It's not post. We don't know right? like during, yeah, during. during a pregnancy, the you know the hormones and the depression that can happen. Right. It's and it also almost um, it feels as though you you don't just it's not a switch you know that just comes and you're like oh there's the hormones you know <laughs> but it's like uh, just this weird feeling of. Um, sluggishness and you're just not, I mean, I was cranky and not happy Mm -hmm. and um, just, you know, wanting, like I said, to stay in bed all day. Stay in bed all day. That is, that's, that's classic kind of sign of depression. And talking Um, to my doctor, she said, you know, it, it definitely has to be the hormones and there, she's checked around and there were no local support groups. The only thing that you could look to is, Finding a therapist or someone. Really? Mm-hmm. That is shocking so, so when, to me. When she's, I'm assuming your doctor's is she. She um, is. Did you feel sort of like left all alone at that point in time? Like, okay, so there's no support groups and <laughs> I can't take an antidepressant because I'm pregnant, right? I don't, I don't want to medicate myself that way. Right. So I just need to go back to my house and crawl under the rock and... Right. Like, you know, continue to update the apps on my phone to order food for my family. Right. <laughs> right? I, I did at first. And, you know, she assured me that she was going to keep asking around and checking and looking. And um, and by that point, you know, I was um, trying to do my own, like, come on, shake, let's shake this. Let's mm-hmm. get up and get mm-hmm. back to life. Like, Be your own coach. Day, totally. You can do this. You know what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Days are passing by, and I'm missing this and this and this, and so. But you are still also recovering from pneumonia, right? So and the other symptoms, and so yeah, that's you were asking a lot of your body, and you have to keep up with everything that was required, like work, my career, yeah. and oh yeah, all and the of da- that stuff. And your daughter, and yeah. And Fortunately, this business could kind of just like coast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just, uh, yeah, the, the things that you have to get up and do. And I think, you know, to an extent, keeping busy is, is a good thing. You have to force yourself to, to get up and be busy. Um, having good support. And honestly, you know what ended up helping the most was talking about it. Oh, sure. Talking about it, um, even though it felt uncomfortable at times, but talking about it even um, with those who I am most comfortable with mm-hmm. and just asking for them to listen. Maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe you should start your own support group. Right. It, clearly there's a need yeah. um, because there, there isn't anything local. And Right. Yeah, I we, mean, with you being a driven person, um, you know, you're, you're not a stranger to social media, you know, it may be writing a little article some night, you know, about how you feel and how you're surprised that there aren't a lot of resources readily available. 
put floated out there, I would be willing to bet that you would have some people raise their hands. And I would also, I'm sure we would be happy to float that article out there for you totally. as well. Totally. And build a little Facebook group or a community and or even, of support. Even something, you know, simple as this is how I got through it in during my first trimester. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if right. you, are you feeling the same way? You're not alone. You know, I, I, I'm in my second trimester now and I feel a lot better. So I, I'm not actually in that same state I was. So, or totally. Or, so or this, maybe, you know, you just never know. Right? But this, these are things that I did mm-hmm. that, you know, that would be help that helped me cope. Yeah, it would be nice to to leave something better than when, you know, there wasn't anything. And perhaps if it can help somebody else or um, or even just make others if they just want to read it quietly and not even respond or Mm -hmm. you know just to take it in and know that they're not alone I think that is so helpful for for many when you can find similarities of what you're going through yeah um you know and that's so often how many of us do connect on social media if you are open to making new connections you know you you are attracted to those with the similar interests and similar right uh, like-minded approach or or wording. Yeah, I would think, I know you have some friends that are mommy bloggers and, you know, like, I would think that they would be good resources for you to say, hey, you know, maybe float this out there. And, um, you know, I I think, you know, one of the things that we, as a common thread on our show we talk about is that open vulnerability and being honest mm-hmm. and talking about things. I mean, we have this show so that we can deal with our own issues, right? <laughs> we have found that it is cheaper than therapy. Right. <laughs> and because uh, I haven't the found therapy. I haven't found a therapist <laughs> right. that has allowed me to walk in with a bottle of wine yet and say, okay, I have a few right. things I want to discuss. And I'm going to drink my bottle while we do it. Exactly. They have not actually. Al- Yes. And if there is but somebody out there, please go ahead and right. you know, send us a message. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, you know, it's it, we're we're just a little bit, but it's it, it's, yeah, true, it's true, you know, yeah. it, the, the having these honest conversations are so incredibly helpful, which is why when you said I, you know, the best help has been for me just to be able to talk about it yeah. and not feel ashamed and um, yeah. yeah. Well, I love that idea, Emily. Thanks. So I'll keep thinking it over. Yeah, 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 of course. Well, and if any of our listeners have ideas, we would love to hear from you. So if you have any thoughts or have experienced any of the same kinds of feelings and have resources, please feel free to um, chime in. Send us a message on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, through our email, through our website, our comment line, any myriad of options that we have out there. Yes, and uh, listeners, I actually want to implore you, uh, if you could be sure that you like us and subscribe to us, and even on YouTube, if you could like us and subscribe to our YouTube channel from every single email address that you have, that would be <laughs> so helpful because we have to have a thousand subscribers before we start to man- mean anything in the YouTube world, and we're about 975 short. <laughs> so I'm just asking just if you, a small task. Just a small task. Yes. Um, I appreciate the uh, all of the folks who are watching our YouTube channel and our videos on there because I'm amazed at uh, how many how many views we've gotten. I'm amazed at how many um, I know our number by heart, Emily. You do? I do know our number by heart. I know but, the last four numbers. That's it. Okay. I'll let you do the last four numbers. Okay. But I was going to say, I'm amazed at how our listenership has grown. And we appreciate everything 
that you guys are doing and telling people about our show. We just need to play the game with these, you know, the algorithms and things like that. So we definitely need you guys to five star us and share us and things like that so that we start to yeah. become relevant in their algorithms, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we are always looking for your comments, and you can email us at clearlyspeakingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can call our comment line. 1-800, right? No, no, no it's no, not. No, I'm not, off on the no, wrong. I was no. so <laughs> ambitious. I was right, so Emily, ambitious. Okay, will, you can you you have start the last off. four numbers, okay. right? 812 727-0794. Exactly. Yay! So that is our comment line number. Yes. And um, everything you ever want to know about our podcast is on our website, also clearlyspeakingpodcast.com. So, Michelle, thank you so much for coming yeah, on the show, providing us with this fantastic rosé. My and pleasure. Thank lovely, you for lovely. having me. Yeah, oh, and, and lovely I'm, having you I'm here. glad you're feeling better. Me too. I'm glad your your pregnancy is going along, you know, well. I'm glad you're feeling better from where you were last trimester. And um, yeah, yeah. And we look we, forward to sharing a bottle yes. when the little one arrives. Yes. We will have much to celebrate. We will have yes. an, an we will definitely make sure to share an announcement when you're uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when well, your baby you know, is born. She'll let us <laughs> little name It'll and be a surprise you for know, all. Michelle, yes. Michelle's a good name. Oh. <laughs> Kind of take it twice right? here. How about Emily? Emily's a good name. <laughs> we're going to come up with the name for boy or girl. So true. now we have I, to consider each. That's true because with your you would, had mentioned with your last pregnancy, you kept it a surprise, mm-hmm. and and you have a girl, and her name is Eleonora. Eleonora, is so beautiful. Oh, thank you. So now I know you had selected a boy name. Is that boy name still in the queue this time around? It's still in the works. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. We'll keep that one in there. All right. Well, we'll keep us in, keep us updated on everything. We will. It's a tough choice. So, yeah. ideas and suggestions are welcome. But oh, fantastic! Yeah. Ooh. Well, we will take you up on that. Okay. We'll yeah, start we'll flooding you. you. Well, this was so much all fun. Kind of question. Thank all you for names. having me in tonight. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for coming in. And, Absolutely. Uh, uh, keep us posted. And listeners, yeah. we already gave you all of our instructions, so we're not going to hit you over the head again with yeah, all the things we need you to do. We'll but, just uh, let you know that we love you. And thank you for joining the conversation. Right. Cheers. <laughs>